Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back and thank you for joining me here at Film Pro Productivity. Each week I introduce concepts that film professionals and other creatives can use to make life easier and avoid creative burnout. I also present time management and lifestyle hacks for a more focused, effective and happy life. My name is Carter Ferguson and this is episode 17, Drive. And it's good to be back with the first episode of season two and today the subject is Drive. How to find it, how to maintain it and how to harness it. Now, I always start new episodes by recapping on the last, but today I need to recap on the last two. Episode 15 was all about setting and achieving your goals and was placed at the end of Season 1 as it's an absolutely vital topic. If you know your goals, then you can focus on what is important and prioritise those things over others. I also released a New Year special which details Jenny Ditzler's incredible book, Your Best Year Yet. If you missed that one, then I urge you to go back and check it out. I finally completed my plan for my best year yet for 2019 on the 4th of January, and I've been using it to drive me towards my own goals for this year, and I guarantee you, if you take it seriously, that it'll do the same for you. I'm going to flag it as essential listening for you if you're serious about productivity. And your best year yet, remember, doesn't have to start on the 1st of January. You can start it any day you like. You can start it tomorrow or a week from now, whenever really you think is a is a good starting point. If, you, if you're listening to this in June, for example, why don't you set your best year yet to start on the 1st of July? Now, before I go on to the topic of drive, I'd like to do a little bit of housekeeping with some notes on a few changes that I've made this season as a result of what I learned from the last And you probably noticed over the course of season one that the episodes had gotten a little bit longer than the 10 minutes that I'd originally started with. And that's because I realised as the season went on that points which require the listener to think about and absorb new information needed longer pauses placed after them before I moved on to the next topic. So what I did is I started lengthening the gaps in recording after I'd made a point to allow for the better comprehension of the listener. So as I move into season two, you can expect shows to run at nearer the 10 to 20 minute mark as a result, and a couple of them will actually get up nearer 30. It really depends on the topic. Dennis Waitley, the American motivational speaker, states that success is almost totally dependent upon drive and persistence. The extra energy required to make another effort or try another approach is the secret of winning. And the athlete Roger Bannister, who was the first person to run a mile in under four minutes, said something similar. He said that the man who can drive himself further once the effort gets painful is the man who will win. I'm sure he would have said man or woman or person had he not been born in whatever it was, 1901. You know, it's a a quote from the past. Don't give me grief. But generally speaking, I seem to have 
what is referred to as drive. I'm not 100% sure when or where I got it, but I've got it. At least I have it sometimes. I had the drive to get off my butt and prepare this podcast, for example, and to be truthful, as I finalised my research and wrote up my notes to record this, I could happily have sat down and watched some TV or relaxed instead. But I didn't, and here is why. Last year, I made the decision that this podcast was something worth doing, and I created 15 episodes. No one paid me to do it, I just decided to start, and here we are. I'm recording this podcast because I want to do it. For most of us, however, wanting to do something is just not enough. So what additional special power did I muster to bring this episode to you right now? You really want to know? It's going to sound like I'm bullshitting, so be warned. I wrote it down. That's it. That's the special sauce I used to make me move my ass. And you may have caught this from me in an earlier episode, but there's nothing quite like a deadline to give you a kick up the backside and create a bit of drive. I simply decided that season two will launch on the 24th of February with this episode. And maybe it might slip a week if I get a lot of work, but I'll aim for the 24th of February and I'll research, write and record 12 episodes which will be ready to release by that date. And these deadlines, by the way, are part of my best year yet plan and one of my 10 larger goals for the year. So I took that goal and that release date and I worked back from it. I wrote that this episode, number 17, would be completed by the 12th of January and I've done the same for the next 11 episodes recording every four days or so after that. So this is no small task, but I'm doing it. I record in batches before the release of a full season and I've written what Ginny Ditzler refers to as process goals in my Google diary to ensure that each and every episode and its social networking, marketing images, etc. will be ready by the time that I launch. But what else is involved in finding your drive? Putting aside the obvious one that gets us to work, which is earning money, let's look at some other options. How about determination, for one? That's part of it. It might be determination to win, or just to beat someone else to the finish line, or maybe it's just to achieve something for yourself. But with determination... You can fuel your drive. Hand in hand with that is probably persistence. Relentless persistence. In fact, there's an awesome Napoleon Hill quote that goes something like, Patience, persistence and perspiration make an unbeatable combination for success. And that's one that I find hard to argue with. Passion too is a contributing factor. Let me throw an Oprah Winfrey quote at you for that one. Passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. And focus is part of it too, as without that, you might have been sidetracked along the way. It's one of the cornerstones of productivity, and I'll pull out my old Bruce Lee quote book to push that one home a little bit. He says something along the lines of, The successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. I suppose another reason off the top of my head is commitment. I announced in the previous episode that this season will launch and I have to deliver, for want of a better way of putting it, to save face, not only with those that listen, but for myself. And then, of course, there's dedication. I had a whole host of reasons for doing this show and I am dedicated to continuing it. As I said earlier, I want to help people and that makes all a little bit easier. 
Frank Lloyd Wright was quoted as saying, I know the price of success, dedication, hard work and an unremitting devotion to the things you want to see happen. So, with all that said, I think I know why, on occasion, I also lose drive on my own projects. And I think it's fear that halts me. I've experienced it now and again, just after I shoot something, but before I edit. A sense of fear that if I try to pull it together into a finished piece, that I will somehow have messed up, and that the people I have worked with on it will be disappointed, or that it'll just be no good. I covered this topic quite specifically on my episode about the inner critic, but here it is again, alive and well and killing my drive. If you feel that you have lost your drive, believe me, you are not alone. We all find ourselves in a slump of sorts now and again, and some people really just never seem to get out of that. We have all sat not doing things we know we should, and gotten more and more frustrated as we see others in our field advance and move forward while we seem to be stuck in neutral. I would think you might agree with me that as creatives we often lose drive, not just for work created for others, but also for our own passion projects. And I suppose what I'm focusing down on here is perhaps motivation. What motivates the drive within us? Well, there's two sides to that. You've got intrinsic motivational factors, that's deeply personal values and beliefs. These are what I draw on in creating this podcast, for example. And then you've got extrinsic motivational factors, and these would be tangible rewards such as pay or even consequences like punishments, the carrots and the sticks. The Daniel Pink book entitled Drive, which I'll link to in the show notes, presents many scientific studies which prove, believe it or not, that tangible extrinsic rewards actually undermine feelings of autonomy and result in decreased motivation. Quoting directly from the book, he says, When it comes to motivation, there's a gap between what science knows and what business does. Our current operating system, which is built around external carrot-and-stick motivators, doesn't work and often does harm. We need an upgrade, and the science and research shows the way. He's specifically talking about business in this quote. I'd like to point out, though, that the creative industries, in case you've forgotten, can only consider themselves as industries if those of us within them think, at least on some level, in terms of business. And show business is business, after all whether you're listening as a film professional, other creative, or simply as an interested individual, getting into a business mindset can be no bad thing for your productivity. If you don't drive your business, you will be driven out of business, said the Scottish-born American founder of Forbes magazine, BC Forbes. I raise this as if we want to learn how to master our own creative drive, then we should begin to understand what is behind it. We need to engage our high-level thinking again, folks. Daniel Pink says that drive has three essential elements. One, autonomy, the desire to direct our own lives. Two, mastery, the urge to get better and better at something that matters. And three, purpose, the yearning to do what we do in the service of something larger than ourselves. Okay, so let me just expand on those three points a little bit because you really should recognise what these elements are if you're to pick up and dust down your own drive. I'll go on to some applicable solutions shortly. So, autonomy, 
That's just a fancy name for doing what you want to do. If you've got autonomy, you are more likely to have drive. It's also one of what they call the six principles of adult learning, that adults are internally motivated and self-directed. When you make choices relevant to your own objectives and you have the freedom to assume responsibility for those choices, then you are more likely to find the drive that you need. That is autonomy. Mastery is the next one. Quite often you'll find that drive comes easily in learning new skills or in skills for which you are improving or just want to get better at, I suppose. It's not really about inborn genius or talent for those things. It's just about getting better at what you do. If you're seeking mastery of something, you will find the tenacity of effort required to get there. And seeking mastery of any skill or task and the feeling that you are improving are strong contributing factors in achieving this inner drive. And finally, Daniel Pink talks about purpose, the yearning to do what we do in the service of something larger than ourselves. Perhaps we're talking about destiny here, or certainly a deep desire to achieve a worthwhile endeavour. I suppose that's where I find the drive to do this podcast, a need to do what we are here to do. Effort and courage are not enough without purpose and direction, said John F. Kennedy. So now that we've got an idea of the principles behind what creates a strong inner drive a little bit more fully, let's look at a few solutions and hacks to get things moving. I've based this section on an excellent article from The Cusp, which I'll link to in the show notes. Firstly, goals. Episode 15 was all about goals, and in terms of drive, they help because not knowing how to start is really the most daunting part. Whatever you're doing, whether it's writing an essay or shooting a film or loading a dishwasher, figure out one specific goal that's achievable now. When you see the path, it's easier to forge ahead. Be specific though and write it down. And that's probably not really necessary for the dishwasher goal, by the way, but I digress here. I've said it several times before. Scientific studies have proven that if you write something down, even on a post-it note, it doesn't have to be a novel, then you are 80% more likely to do it. Next, and a few of the rules I talk about in episode 9 are based on this, just start it. The problem most of us have is that we've got no momentum, so make a commitment not to complete your task, but just to do a few minutes of it. When you get started, you may find that you complete the whole thing. Next, build on little wins and forgive tiny losses. When you keep your stakes small, your achievements encourage you to keep going and you can easily rebound from misfortunes. If you washed a load of dishes, for example, it's easier to put them away while you're there. Conversely, who cares if you didn't edit your film today? Forgive yourself for not doing the whole thing, and sync up the footage instead so that you're more ready to edit tomorrow. You're still working towards your goal. Just make these larger goals a sum of their smaller parts. Next up, recognise ebb and flow. You physically can't maintain energy and focus all the time. You're not a machine. Why don't you try attacking a task in short, intense bursts, interspersed with breaks, rather than trying to push through or stick at it? And don't overcompensate for a bad day by trying to work twice as hard the next. You're really setting yourself up to fail and establishing a vicious circle. Next on my list here is get support. Motivation comes from working on things we care about. It also comes from working with people we care about. 
Sheryl Sandberg, unquote. True drive comes from within, but it's nicer with passengers. Spending time with family, friends, colleagues and mentors, meeting for a coffee or even a quick phone chat can help you enrich and recharge. Gravitate to energetic people who make you want to be better. But beware social media. Don't waste hours in a feedback loop checking notifications and thinking up witty comments. You're only making procrastination feel productive, and I'm guilty of that one myself. And the final item on my list is to treat other people as inspiration, not competition. Because everyone wears their game face on social media. You can get the false impression that you're lagging behind. Everyone struggles sometimes with something. Remember with social networking too that you're not really seeing reality. You're seeing the edited highlights of someone's life. You're seeing the photo that they've chosen to release, not the one in which they look like a fat oaf. And remember that other people's success doesn't make you a loser. You need to adopt an if they can make it, so can I attitude. And I've got a story about that. I was in the year below Kevin McKidd at drama school. And when he left, I think he did a tour of the Silver Darlings and then he was in train spotting. I bumped into someone that was in his year and I said, isn't it amazing about Kevin? That, that guy that I spoke to though was so down, so annoyed at Kevin's success that I think that even now, like 20 odd years later, He's still annoyed. Kevin was always brilliant and I was genuinely happy for him. So try and kill the negativity and adopt the if they can do it, so can I attitude. In an article published in liveitforward.com, the creator Kent Julian talks about how to get your drive back if you've lost it somewhere along the way and I think this advice that he offers is invaluable. He says, do not try harder. And I absolutely know where he's coming from on that. Figuring out how to get your drive back is not about exerting more energy or pushing harder. It's about creating space to find your mojo. The first secret to how to get your drive back is to slow down and intentionally kind of look inward. He calls this approach leading your life from quiet and says that just like you have to stop driving to put gas in your car, Leading your life from quiet allows you to stop pushing and put fuel in your life. And this is exactly why I say in episode 2 that getting back control of your life starts with saying no often and meaning it. That gives you the breathing space to start gaining control. Kent says that the key for him is to set up a regular time to lead your life from quiet and to follow through with it consistently. I suggest that you set aside an hour or so at a specific time every week to consider where you're at and what you need to do to move forward. His second tip is to live it forward. He says, yes, stop pushing, but that doesn't mean you should completely stop moving. You should live it forward by taking small, positive steps every day. Don't look for one big, magical step that'll take you somehow forward and solve everything. Mojo builds as a result of taking consistent, simple actions every day. As you take these positive steps forward, your drive will begin to build again. The American-Italian racing driver Mario Andretti says that desire is the key to motivation, but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal, a commitment to excellence, that will enable you to attain the success that you need. I've largely been talking about drive to do bigger life tasks here today, but 
If you've got trouble with getting the drive to do even small tasks, you may want to try one of the anti-procrastination hacks that I talk about in episode 9. That's available right now on iPlayer or on Android or on the official website, of course. Even if you just do a Google search, you're going to find Film Pro Productivity. We're kind of everywhere. We. (laughs) The show is everywhere. I've got a habit of saying we. Yeah, We at the podcast. We being the royal we. Me. Anyway, I digress yet again. Norman Ralph Augustine said, Motivation will almost always beat mere talent. Please remember that external motivators like money and praise can only go so far. You'll need a strong inner drive to take you to the finish line. By utilising some of the techniques and understanding some of the motivational factors that I've discussed here today, you'll be able to form and move forward with drive and motivation. One of the most powerful weapons in tackling daunting tasks is to split them down into smaller chunks. So your call to action this week is to take something for which you have lost all drive and revisit it. See if, by splitting it down into smaller chunks, you can get it started again. If you don't have a specific task in mind, then assess your daily, day-to-day tasks and see if, by splitting them into parts, they can be tackled and become a sum of those parts. These smaller parts will be easier to get into than the whole daunting thing. Utilise the sum of its parts theory and take from this episode the advice you need to rekindle your drive. That drive and motivation are within you and never forget the special sauce. Write it down. Put it in your diary. Be specific. Not every goal can be achieved in five minutes or in a day or an hour or a year. There's no need to rush. In the words of Pablo Picasso, it took me a lifetime. The topic of drive was requested in a kind of roundabout way by Anna on Twitter, and her Twitter name is at u underscore no, N-O underscore me, M-E that is, underscore two, that's the number two on Twitter. But in the interests of true transparency, I was already planning it at the time. Just before I go, I want to recommend a show to you. It's called the Filmmakers Podcast, and I've been listening to it for about six months. It's absolutely awesome. The content's always really excellent, and they have an inimitable style. Inimitable? They have their own unique style that makes them stand out from other similar shows. Now, supporting indie film has been something that the Filmmakers Podcast has taken great pride in, and they've been promoting other people's work and campaigns over the year and a half that they have been going. I think someday, quite soon, they're actually going to be running a crowdfunder for a project of theirs, and if anyone deserves your support, it is these guys. So why not give back and keep supporting indie film with them when they launch? One of the show's hosts, Giles, is also an awesome retweeter of my at FilmProProdPod tweets, and I am more than happy to give this personal recommendation and thanks. Not that he needs it, his his show is going gangbusters, I think they used to say in like 1942. It's really, really doing well. You'll find the Filmmakers podcast on all of the usual podcasting apps, and they are also a very worthwhile follow on Twitter, at FilmmakersPod, so go check them out. Next week, I'm going to be talking about mental energy and why you must protect it. So thanks again for giving me your time. Have a great week ahead, and as always, take control of your own destiny. 
keep on shooting and join me next time on Film Pro Productivity. The music that you can hear right now is Adventures by Ehimetsu. You can view the show notes for this episode on the official website at filmproproductivity.com. Please follow the show on Twitter at filmproprodpod or find me on Facebook at filmproproductivity. My personal accounts on Twitter and Instagram are fight underscore director. Please support the show by subscribing, leaving an awesome review, preferably on iTunes, because that's the one that seems to matter, and spreading the word. If you can tell one more new person about the show, I will be eternally grateful. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.